I want to give one last shout out to Deshaun Watson, who's coming to the Niners to win us at Super Bowl. Hey, 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 welcome to episode two of the Three-Headed Goat. We have, once again, myself, uh, also known, or my name is Virtus, also known as that boy, Virtus. Um, we also have, uh, in the cut, Brown Pace, a.k.a. Gabe. Uh, we have, What's good, y'all? We got Z Seal, a.k.a. Zach. What up, what up? And we also have a special guest. I'm going to go ahead and let Zach introduce. All right. So our first guest ever on the Three-Headed Goats podcast is former roommate of mine. I coached him in uh, in high school a couple years ago in Marin. Um, you know, little 3 and D type player. So got it done for me. Um, Dylan Scamba, who is a sophomore at Iowa right now, is our first guest. Dylan, you can introduce yourself to the people. All right. What's up, guys? Yeah, I'm... Dylan, I'm honored to be the first guest on this podcast. Um, like Zach said, I go to University of Iowa, so huge Big Ten guy, uh, huge Iowa Hawkeyes guy. Definitely disappointed Ohio State is getting blown out today, but um, just excited to be here and talk it up with you guys. And Dylan, why don't you give the people your Instagram? Wait, hold on. Hey, yeah. Dylan, you're a Hawkeyes fan? Yep. I am. Okay. Who's the greatest Hawkeye quarterback of all time, and why is it C.J. Beathard? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's undeniably C.J. Beathard. Like, for sure. He's... All right, this is the greatest guest we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, Apparently, C.J. Beathard. Apparently, Kyle and... doesn't think so. I don't know, man. I... Yeah, C.J. Beathard That's all the way. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Give us, give us your handles. Dylan, your Instagram handle is Childish Scombino. So why don't you tell us the uh, story between you and Alfred Payton? Yeah, so Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, we all know him. We all love him. Well, I think we all love him. Um, He does not have an Instagram. So I'm actually somebody who is (laughs) kind of famous on Instagram just because everybody (laughs) mistakes me for Donald Glover. Um, a couple years back, the first encounter I ever had with a celebrity was Alfred Payton when he was still at Louisiana Lafayette. Um, he actually followed and I didn't post anything for a few weeks cause I was like, oh my gosh, I have a future NBA player following me. I don't want him to realize I'm not Donald Glover. Sure enough, after enough time, I did post something. He DMs me immediately after, oh, I thought you were Donald Glover, not some little white boy, LOL. And then unfollowed <laughs> me. But so, you know what? I've interacted with him. So that's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy. I love it. And so, Dylan, is it true that you're also a big-time MLB fan? I am a big MLB fan. I mean, year by year, become less and less of one. But nonetheless, still am ride or die with the Giants. That's what I'm uh, talking but- about, baby. Yes, go Giants. In general, I, yeah, go Giants. And just in general, I do like following the MLB because, I mean, it's still a great game. Also, speaking of MLB, we had a big trade go down last week, uh, about a day or so after we recorded the podcast. Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco, the pitcher, was traded from the Indians to the Mets. So, Virtus, our resident MLB expert, would you like to give your take on this trade? Uh, I feel like this trade definitely 
um, gives the Mets, uh, shows a sense of urgency, more so that they're looking to uh, win a championship soon. Um, they're kind of, it, to me, it seems like they're, they're stacking up their team so they can try to make a, a, a deep push um, in the playoffs this upcoming season. Could that be true? Uh, we're not sure yet. They still have to get past the Braves. Um, but I do feel like um, they're making a push in the right direction for sure. Is it safe to say the Mets are the Knicks of the MLB? <sighs> not at it, all. Nah. No, not at all. Dylan, you can give your take on the Lindor deal as well. Well, I mean, as far as Francisco Lindor, I think New York is the absolute best possible place for him to have ended up because the MLB seems like year by year has seen um, more and more people kind of go away from actually wanting to watch the game, wanting to be fans of the game. Um, I'm not saying they need new faces necessarily, but they just need to get their current faces out there more, appeal to a younger fan base. And Francisco Lindor, I mean, yeah, obviously he was great for the Indians, but him being in New York, I think he can finally be a star because he is one of the smiliest players in the MLB. He always looks like he has fun while playing the game, always does it with joy. He's just the perfect guy to be basically the face of the MLB. I mean, obviously you still got Mike Trout, but I just hope he can be a huge star in New York and make baseball popular again. Much agreed. And, you know, you got guys like Tatis and Lindor and, you know, all the young faces now in the MLB. So we'll see where the league goes since Trout um, is kind of towards the end of his tenure as well. So hey, other baseball. Question. Yeah. Um, are any of them international players or are all of them American? Lindor and Tatis are both international. Oh, that's so a lot of the tough. a lot of the young guns are are international players. Yeah, that's and, awesome. You know, that just shows that scouting is so important in baseball now. Oh yeah, that's the that's the league where scouting I think is the most important, just because you have so many Latin players that can potentially you know change the face of your franchise compared to the. I mean, the NBA you get it's a world game as well, but. I think baseball scouting is key because you've clearly seen the Giants did not have a good farm system the last few years, and look what happened. So, definitely. Uh, I just want to give a shameless plug right here since you are talking about international sports and everything. Why don't you go ahead and uh, shout out the foundation that you and Virtus help out every now and then. Just think it would be a nice way to plug them in here too. Oh, yep, yep. So the local foundation is Here for Kids International. It was started by uh, – a soccer coach from St. Mary's a few years back, Randy Ferris. So he's retired now, but um, we partner with them and they partner with Kids Alive International who has sites all over the world where they take in youth that are orphans or, you know, getting abused or from bad upbringings and put them into what they call an ARC, which is a uh, basically like a an orphanage, but it's ran by parent. Each house has 10 kids to a house in it. And the house parents are local citizens in each country. So, um, you know, there's not a lot of American influence. The directors of each country are pretty much American, but they work with directors from the actual countries as well. So uh, we go down there, do a sports mission trip every spring. 
Um, they do trips from February all the way to June. So if you guys are interested, definitely let us know. But here for Kids International and Kids Alive. Well, that was a great tangent. I just wanted to just just to give a quick shout out to that foundation and the work you do you two do to, for those kids. But anyways, let's get back to the MLB. Take it back, Zach. No doubt. Yeah. So other big news in the MLB this week: uh, Tommy Lasorda, one of the best managers for the Dodgers, um, passed away over the weekend at his house. Um, you know, as much as we're Giants fans, I mean, I got to give credit to Lasorda for what he did with the Dodgers. As much as I hate to say it, but um, you know, in retirement, he was even more um, active and everything than he was as a manager. Like he was at PGA golf tournaments, calling players when they got their first pga win you know he promised him he goes hey if you get this win like i'll 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 personally call you and congratulate you and sure enough he did um so just did a lot of community outreach and was great with the giants fans and barry bonds and everything during their rivalries so it's tough to see a lot of these great sports figures uh pass away over the last few years but we'll always remember the good times you were talking about MLB players on the move. Um, so while we're on that topic, uh, let's go ahead and talk about a couple of NFL players on the move. Yeah, you yes. know, who's, who's going to take a flyer on Dwayne Haskins? I mean, he is the 15th overall 29th, uh, 2019 draft pick. So who's going to take a flyer on him? He's going to be better than a lot of quarterbacks already. What do you think, Zach? Well, he, uh, I did see the other day that he was scheduled to visit the Panthers. So that's a pretty interesting situation to me because they signed Teddy Bridgewater to about a four or five year deal um, when Matt Rule took over since he coached him um, in college. And so it'll be interesting to see um, where if Haskins fits in as a backup and if he'll want to be a backup um, to kind of write his image since yeah, the last few weeks with Washington did not go as planned. Um, but, you know, you could see, I mean, all the teams with head coaching vacancies minus the Chargers and Texans potentially um, need a quarterback or so they say. So we'll see if he gets um, if he gets an offer or a training camp deal or if he kind of gets the the blackball treatment and, you know, teams don't want to take a chance on him because he ruined what he had. So we'll see. Right. V, what do you think about that? I mean. Somebody's going to take a chance on him. Do you think he could possibly fit in probably over there in Detroit? Um, I guess if, if Matt he would Stafford, be in Michigan, he would be in Michigan. He did play in Ohio at Ohio state. Would they take him in? I feel like if he, I feel like wherever he, where he needs to go is somewhere with a good, a good nucleus of vets, because clearly, that what he did just proved that he didn't have anybody kind of guiding him. He kind of felt like he was pretty much running the show. Um, and so he went out and did what he did. Um, but I do feel like uh, wherever he goes, he just needs to be somewhere with a good amount of veteran players that can kind of show him the right way to do things. And then um, another thing, too, is kind of like, the John, he most people were saying he didn't receive the Johnny football treatment, whereas you make multiple mistakes and you kind of let go. Um, but in this situation, it's a little different when your coach is um, immunocompromised and mm-hmm. you are doing all this stuff that could potentially um, spread COVID. Um, and if your 
if your coach is already going through chemo um, and then you you expose him to potential COVID symptoms, like that could be very detrimental to his health. So I feel like that is why he got let go. But I feel like if he went to somewhere like Detroit, um, especially if Stafford stays, um, I could see – or even if Stafford doesn't stay and they happen to get another veteran quarterback, I could see him doing pretty well there because he's already familiar with the area. Um, I just really feel like he should go somewhere like – I mean, going to Carolina wouldn't be a bad wouldn't be a bad choice either. Um, he'll be able to learn behind Teddy Bridgewater, who was a backup quarterback or who was a starting quarterback then became a backup quarterback, and now he's back starting again. Maybe that might be something that um, that Haskins needs to to do to kind of understand what he did was wrong and kind of work, like you said, rewrite his uh, his story from there. And my only thing is, you know, with Carolina, I know Zach, you touched on it earlier that he does have his workout or he has a visit schedule. Yeah, he's got a visit. Yeah, yeah. My only thing with that is. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is such a he's such a great guy and such a great quarterback. He can he just does it all so well. He's you know, he's a great culture guy, he's a guy you want around the facility. And then you do bring in Justin Fields. I mean, how old is Teddy Bridgewater? He's still under 30, so he still could fit in there in the future. You know, I just don't know what the drama would be. Just seeing Justin Fields and how he was and then just knowing it might be a competition. That's good. My apologies. What did I say? Oh, good. Justin Fields, you probably got oh. distracted by the final score of 52 to 24 from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. What an ass whooping. Yep. You know, I, he, he really just needs a good vet. And you know who would have been a great vet for him? Oh. Philip Rivers. Now, who was going to happen with him? I mean, that Colts, they I mean, they, they, did they expose the Bills in the playoffs? What do you guys think? I mean, was Rivers done? What's going on there? Rivers isn't done, bro. He's not done. I feel like he did a good job of definitely exposing the Bills. So um, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty uh, pretty good to see this next matchup um, with them and the Ravens because they were there was a lot of things that um, if the if the Ravens can can replicate um, it'll it'll definitely put them in a in a in a good spot. Um, but I definitely feel like Rivers still has some. He still has some fight left in him, um, whether it's with uh, whether it's with Indianapolis or a different team. I could definitely see him still playing for at least another two years, two to three years. I do think that he can last a, a couple more seasons compared to Big Ben, who we saw last night um, did not look very good. Um, so I think Phillip might be able to snag a couple more years, but you know, Big Ben may be. Maybe him and Drew Brees might be might be calling it after this year. And you know, my only thing with a big man is I think he he has that Iron Man mentality. I think we can all agree on that. That he thinks he could fight through anything. Oh yeah. And and although I still think he's a piece of shit, um, <laughs> I'm going to go out there and say that he we don't want to see any player go out on an injured route. We don't want no. their career. I mean, he he should call it now. He's been through what thirty different injuries. Just call Something it, like that, and I mean, he's got two Super Bowls. He's, you know, he could be a borderline Hall of Famer. Who knows uh, this day and age? But 
Still need yeah, to get Tom Flores in there. Um, de- Dylan, what do you Tom think? F- Hold on. Tom Flores definitely should have been in there way long ago. He deserves to yeah. be in there. Yeah, I mean, I, for Ben Roethlisberger, I don't, I don't really know because I was actually talking to somebody today about just how the last couple of years – He's to me. It seems like he's been so up and down. It's almost like that Jameis Winston, like thirty thirty season. That's how it has seemed to be with. Oh, ben. that's a great I mean, comparison. Not to that extreme. Yeah, but I just remember a couple of years ago, I had him on my fantasy team, and I was like, "Oh, Ben Roethlisberger, like this guy has been one of the best my whole life. Like I should take him in fantasy if he's still available." And he had like, I think three straight weeks where it was five or less points. He was that's right. Like three, oh, four was that interceptions. Was that the year he played the Jaguars and he threw yep. like four interceptions and yep. three forced fumbles? Yeah. Yeah. And he exactly. had negative and like then, 20 points. Yeah. And then like a couple weeks later, he threw for like six touchdowns, no interceptions, like some ridiculous amount of yards. And I was just like, uh, so I don't know. He's just been so inconsistent. I, I mean, I think he definitely still belongs in the league. I think it's just kind of up to him at this point what he wants his career to look like at the end because he's obviously accomplished. Um, he has nothing left to prove, really. It's just, does he want to keep playing, and or does he want to possibly take the risk of his legacy being diminished? But we'll see. And not only that, but you know, if anybody's ever paid, you know, if anybody knows anything about football, they know how important the relationship between a center and a quarterback is. And then hearing the NFL wired uh, mic'd up sequence or whatever that just released a couple of hours ago of Big Ben talking to Pouncey on the bench, you know, he's like, I feel so bad because this was for you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I came back and did this for you. There's something along those lines. And it just shows that, you know, does he come back for one more year and now he has to play with a new center? He has to get used to Pouncey knew all Pouncey was what his center for the past 10 years. Yeah. And that's such a big impact to lose it. We saw what happened when Peyton lost Jeff Saturday. I mean, it was downhill after that. Um, but I do want to say this while I'm talking about when I just mentioned the Colts. Jonathan Taylor will be better than his dad. And I just want to put that out there. And he is going to be, he's, he's going to be up there. He's, he's just so nice the way he runs. I'm, I'm actually kind of thankful you brought this up because Jonathan Taylor, so for me going to Iowa, last year I went up to University of Wisconsin to see the Iowa-Wisconsin football game. Um, I stayed in a couple – a couple of my buddies, they were rooming there. So I was in their dorm room, and they actually got me a ticket so we could go into the game. And Jonathan Taylor, like, I mean, you know, like every Wisconsin game last year, it was he single-handedly won them the games. <laughs> but Jonathan Taylor ran for, I think, 250 yards when they played Iowa. And I swear to God, I thought he had less than 100 yards rushing. But like because it didn't seem like he was that dominant, but he just is that dominant. Like he just runs and runs and runs and runs. It's crazy. So he is nice for sure. Definitely. And you know, speaking of teams that run and run and run and run, the Titans sure couldn't do anything when they were trying to run this weekend. What Zach? What did you see from that game? Like, yeah, what did they show uh, the world that Ryan Tannehill can't be a competent quarterback, and he never will be. Right. I did see a, a tweet saying that Kyle Shanahan and Ryan Tannehill would be a perfect pairing, but I don't I don't know about that God. one. Um, but it was pretty astonishing to me because Baltimore hadn't been playing that well the last couple of weeks, like we saw what Tennessee did to them, you know, when the season ended. 
And I just thought that Derrick Henry would take over being that it's the playoffs and it's, you know, winning in or one and done if you lose. Um, but Vrabel kind of, you know, didn't, I don't know, they couldn't get him going that much and Baltimore stepped up. Um, so I was clearly wrong on that pick, but Vert, I know you called out Marcus Peters last week and maybe he was one of our, our listeners the first three days. Cause I think he responded pretty well. Oh, yeah, so I just want to I just want to be, you know, a man and I want to, you know, say Juice man, man, I, I should have never doubted you, man. I, I know we had our ups and downs when you was on the Rams, but I just want I just want to go ahead and say that I was wrong and I sincerely apologize for the fuel that I gave you because I feel like when you was celebrating in the middle of celebrating in the middle of the field, you probably was doing that to say Vertus don't ever doubt me. And I shouldn't have doubted you, right? <laughs> so um, showed I definitely I definitely thought the Titans would win this game um, because I just thought that Derrick Henry would just have a field day just running on him, and it definitely did not turn out that way. Um, I believe Lamar Jackson had way more rushing yards than Derrick Henry had. He had and, his Mike but, Vick signature run. That's for but sure. But what I said, though, what sure. I said was true because I said, I said, if if the Ravens want to win this game, they need to have two to three people on him in the backfield before right. he can pass line from. And that's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. Every time he got a handoff, they met him in the backfield at least two people at a time, and they just wrapped him. He didn't get he didn't get a chance to stiff arm anybody. Because there was two people on him at all times, and I mean, he didn't run to Marcus Peters' side. Who knows if he would have ran to that side? But come on, Peters would have been sent down to the ground. Possibly, definitely. Possibly. No, Just Peters like, would have got out of way. Just like Josh Norman. Let's let's be real now. But I, but I definitely wanted to tell the juice man that uh, I was wrong. I was wrong. That's a rare uh, uh, apology from Virtus, folks. Uh, yeah, mark it on your calendar. we've known him for years. That ain't never gonna happen again. No, no. And speaking of something that ain't never gonna happen again, the Bears ain't for sure ever gonna make the playoffs again. Did you with that bullshit that they put out there? Like that was what? Yeah, what was that? Zach, Zach take it away. What, what what the fuck was that? Hey, it's it's the Bears being the Bears, you know. Uh, Dennis Green. Don't say that. Don't say that. I know. I'm sorry because I Juju said the Browns are just the Browns, and look what they did. And exactly, Chase Claypool said on his Twitch stream yesterday that the Browns are just going to lose next week. So we'll touch on that in a couple <laughs> no, minutes. They're just going to get smacked. Is what yeah. he said. <laughs> I, I I don't know why you got to give Baker fuel to his fire, man. The fool waved a flag at midfield when he beat Ohio State. Come on now. Like, this dude does not need more bulletin board material. Yeah. He, um, it, yeah. You know what's his best highlight tape? What? When he got tackled by those cops, when they hit him with that <laughs> hit stick. <laughs> How about uh, him dancing, you know, in the uh, media yeah. day or whatever? Um, no, 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 no. It was no, the hit the stick. Very- 2005 Madden, Ray Lewis on the cover hit stick. <laughs> yeah. All I got to say, man, is the Bears, you know, my dad's a Vikings fan, lifelong Fran Targington Vikings fan, and I think the Vikings could have done something a little better than what the Bears did against the Saints. And like Verta said last week, Dylan brought up a good point when he was watching the game with me yesterday, is Verta mentioned that they're wasting Khalil Mack's prime, and 
to be honest, they are. I mean, they need to draft one of these quarterbacks um, and kind of make a push to get Khalil Mack a Super Bowl because if not, I, I will facts. welcome that guy back on the Raiders. Um, 100% facts. Yeah, he he's so dominant. I mean, it, could you imagine if he was on the Rams? I mean, what Aaron Donald did to Russell, like, you know, him and Khalil Mack, they, if Khalil's on any other playoff team, that team would be an automatic Super Bowl contender. Um, but also, I wanted to bring this up. The Nickelodeon game was cool. I know Core Daryl Patterson dropped an F-bomb during Nickelodeon, so we'll see what they say about that. But V and Gabe and Dylan, you can answer this as well. I know you're not as big of a sneakerhead as we are, but Sean Payton kept true to his promise of getting slimed. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I, I might have brought, brought a change of shoes to get slimed in because can slime come off of those Concord 11 lows? I mean, those were pretty uh, white. Zach, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sean Payton is sponsored by Jordan. He got those on true. deck. He don't give a <laughs> damn. True. That's probably a new pair every practice, bro. Is he the drippiest coach in the league more than Pete oh, Carroll but, with his dad uh, shoes? Oh, fuck Pete what Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, nah, I honestly say I, I I give I give Sean Payton he he has the he has the swag award as far as coaches he got that he got that sewed up. Hey, I want to say this: if I had to choose between watching, uh, what was it? Was it CBS that was stream, or hosting the playoffs this weekend? Yeah, CBS. Yeah. If I had to choose between watching on CBS or Nickelodeon. I am 100% again of watching it on Nickelodeon because it was so much more entertaining. And Nick, Nate Burleson, as a host, a great was analyst. tremendous. Was tremendous. That's an ex-Viking right there. Yeah, it's a sex boat party visitor, too. Oh, um, speaking oh. of scandals, let's talk about the Washington football team and their name versus the Buccaneers. I'm going to say this. Heineken earned himself at least three more years in the league. Oh, for sure. He's a solid backup QB. I mean, that fool, I, I'm pretty sure he dislocated his shoulder on diving from the four-yard line and came in and finished the game. Um, I do think that if Al everyone was giving me heat, man, my Super Bowl pick is out. But I stand by the fact if Alex Smith was quarterback in that game, they would have won. The Bucks did not 100%. look good. They only beat one playoff team the whole year, and that was the Packers. Um, and you know, I, I don't think they're gonna they're not going to the Super Bowl. No chance. I think Virtus is right in that Rams Packers winner will be the NFC representative. But let me just go back real fast to the to the Bears game. First of all, the oh, Bears punted ooh. they punted seven times, seven punts in that game. On top of that, these motherfuckers only had 48 yards rushing the whole game. 48 yards. That means these fools average 12 yards a damn quarter. <laughs> damn. 12 yards. That's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> Dylan, did Iowa give, have any, only... uh, any people to help that, that, uh, that team out this year? You're talking about the Bears? Yeah, does Iowa have it, does any of their players go oh, to okay. the league? Okay, I didn't hear you say Iowa at first. Yes. Um, you know what? Because they need a Amir lot. Amir Smith-Marset, I, I mean, obviously this comes with a ton of bias, but Amir Smith-Marset, I think he was undeniably one of the best playmakers in college football. 
Um, he ran back two kicks his junior season in back-to-back games, including um, in the bowl game against USC. He, I know he ran for a touchdown. He ran a kick all the way back. He obviously received for a touchdown as well. And I remember, too, he also tried throwing for a touchdown, and the receiver dropped it. So this man can do everything. I just think the Bears need someone that can be explosive on the offensive end because watching them, that team is so boring to watch on offense. <laughs> so boring to watch. The most ex- the most exciting thing was seeing, uh, what was it, Miller getting kicked out the game for throwing oh, a punch? Oh, yeah. That was probably <laughs> the, most, that was most exciting thing that they did the whole entire game. Gabe, what are your thoughts? Because I'm pretty sure Dylan and I both could have caught this ball, but – I'm not going to lie. Matt Nagy's <laughs> call where it was the Wildcat and they ran the pass to Trubis- where Trubisky threw it coming off the reverse. I mean, he could not have put that ball in a better position to be caught. And the receiver just opened his arms trying to catch the ball and it goes straight through. You know, they should have gotten three points because of that pass. But I-, I cannot believe he dropped that. I've never seen Trubisky put a pass more on the money than that play. And here's the thing, Trubisky has Trubisky. He just needs that Alex Smith type of treatment, where he needs to have a good supporting yep. cast around him, and he can perform. He was never supposed to be a top five pick. No, coming he out of North Carolina. Yeah, coming out of the ACC. Quit that fucking bullshit. Nobody comes out of there. Who came out of there? <laughs> Robert Quinn. He fucking sucks. He's on that team too. He's on that team but, too. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Speaking of two teams sucking, I'm going to let Virtus take away and talk about the Rams <laughs> versus the Sea Chickens. <laughs> wow. Oh, but actually, hold on. Right before I let you do that, right after you give your take, Virtus, we're all going to give our top five running backs in ranking. You know, think about it. You got Henry, Saquon, CMC, you got Zeke, Josh Jacobs, definitely Chubb, Eckler. Everybody, so everybody take a second to think about that. And Virtus, let's hear what you got to say about that game. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Ooh, <laughs> Dennis Green, shout out RIP. All I'm going to say is, to all the, all the naysayers, all the doubters, I told y'all that my Rams was going to come through and get that dub. I thought it was going to be on the shoulders of John Walford, but it didn't happen that way. Jamal Adams. Chief shot at my boy, sent him to the hospital. But he's good now. He he good. He's straight. Now, Jared Goff. I'm not going to lie. When Jared Goff came in, I was extremely nervous. I was at work. I didn't help any customers while I was at work. I literally watched <laughs> the whole entire game. And this is facts. He was texting us the whole time. Yeah. This is, this is big fact. I told my manager, look, this job, this game is very important right now. Can't. I can't not pay attention to this game. But Jared Goff came in. He did what he, he did what he did. He did what he could. Definitely had some bad passes. Had a couple good ones. Um one he got saved by uh Cooper Cup on a, a duck yeah. that he threw. A duck. Cooper Cup can't turn back around, caught it across his body over Jamal Adams, I believe. Um was able to get get a, a much needed first down. Um, Cam Akers did a hell of a job running the ball. Um, I believe they said he was the first Rams rookie to have a hundred, a hundred plus yards in a playoff game. Um, That's Steven Jackson, probably. 
Yeah, I think Steven Jackson might have been <clears throat> the player before that. Uh, but yeah, but he 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 did. They did real good. Defense came up big. Um, we had a Got couple. Of Aaron drops. Donald. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald did good. Um, he had a couple sacks. Um, he he's good. The the rib the rib injury is nothing to be nothing to be worried about. He's playing on Saturday along with Cooper Cup. Um, he's also playing. I was excited to see uh, Whitworth um, came back from a from I believe it was an ACL injury in week eleven, um, and he came back. Um, no injury. Uh, everything it came out good. He was able to play the entire game. Uh, what else? Williams. Oh my God, that pick six. That pick six mm. gave me so much. Oh, that it took a, a lot of weight off my shoulders because Williams after gets, he got smoked the whole game. Williams gets picked on every single week. He was the he was the person that had the pass interference call um, that caused us to lose against the Bills. He had a pass interference call. Williams? Uh, Darren Williams. I think it's Daryl Williams or Darren Williams. I'm number thirty one. Okay. He's a cornerback. Um, oh, Dre Bly. He, <laughs> he uh, yeah, but he he gets picked on. Teams. A lot of teams go at him because they don't want to go at Jalen Ramsey, so they'll go they'll go the other side to him. So he he he's been on the the bad end of a lot of plays, um, but he was able to jump that route. I thought DK was going was going to snatch him, but he was able to get in the end zone. Um, and then I think he may have almost had like maybe one or two more picks um, as well that game. But yeah, defense came up big. We was able to apply that pressure to. Russell Wilson and yeah, man. Uh, just like I said, I told, I called it. I said we was gonna play the Packers. I thought it was gonna be an NFC Championship game um, because I did pick. Uh, I want, I wanted, I wanted the uh, the Bears to to beat. I wanted the Bears to beat the Saints, so then that way we played the Bucks, but didn't work out that way. So pretty much the winner of this game between the Rams. And the Packers is going to be the team to win the Super Bowl, and I'm calling it again. Um, so so mark this date, mark it on your calendar, January nine oh nine p.m. Verda said it, and yeah. Damn, that is hard stoned. That's like right there. That's like the Ten Commandments right there. V. Damn, <laughs> I thought it was Moses and he was preaching to me. We was going, we was going to be out. All v, right, who you want to start that game, Walford or Goff? Ooh. So here's the thing. So Walford, Ooh. Walford is still under protocol for concussion. This is being um, dead. So, so what I, so what I think is gonna happen. But, but I feel like them starting, them starting Walford. Let Jared Goff know that if you fuck up, bro, we got somebody that's gonna replace you, and this person can actually run, and you can't. So <laughs> I feel like now Jared Goff is gonna. He's going to be on this A game this week. Um, it's going to be a tough game because I think it may potentially snow in Lambeau. Um, we haven't had any games in the snow in quite some time, so I don't really know how this game is going to pan out. Um, I'm hoping we're on a positive, uh, positive end of it. But I do feel like they're going to start Jared Goff. Um, but if Jared Goff fucks up because so much is riding on this game, if he if he messes up enough, they're definitely gonna take him out and put in Walford. But 
I don't know if Walford is is healthy. What does it so, take? What does it take to pull golf? What does it take? At what point? It is playoffs. Pick six on the first well, drive. Well, 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 we're not we're not going to let it. If it's anything like it was against a damn Dolphins, he needs to he needs yeah. to get taken out immediately because he had way too many turnovers um, against the Dolphins. Dylan, okay. those MC boys, you you live in Marin, you grew up out there. How do they handle snow? I, there's no way Goff could hang in the snow. <laughs> well, I was gonna say those um, MC boys. Thing, yeah, Marin Catholic. Thing, come on now. I grew up as a huge Cal Bears fan, and watching golf when he was at Cal, I have never seen anybody be able to throw passes better than him. Um, so, with that said, I know that there, I know that there has been a lot of debate amongst the Cal fan base as far as who is the best Cal quarterback of all time, Goff or Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, in the NFL, it's Rodgers, but I wouldn't be surprised if Goff comes out with a little extra oomph, a little extra motivation to play well against the Packers because obviously I know he'd like to beat Aaron Rodgers. Um, to answer your question, though, Zach, I don't think the MC boys, the Marine Catholic boys, I don't think they know how to handle snow well. But with that said, the current Iowa quarterback went to Marine Catholic, and he actually loves the cold. So we'll see. We'll see. He's, he's, he played great in the snow this year. We'll see. We'll see. Dylan, nice. I, 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 I appreciate uh... – I appreciate that good uh, that good juju that you just put on Jared Goff right there, man. I appreciate. Hey, that. I'm I'm rooting for the Rams. All That's day. what I'm talking about. No. I'm no. A, yeah, as a Niners guy, gotta go with the NFC West. Thank you. No, the fuck you don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's try. Man, I got man. Dylan, damn it. <laughs> that's, that's your new name. You know, that's going to be the name of this episode. Damn it, Dylan. That's going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> hey, hey, you want, you want to throw out another damn it, Dylan? I got to say, oh Gabe, God. last episode, you're delusional for thinking Tyrese Halliburton is a winner. <laughs> <laughs> you are delusional for that one. He okay. went to Iowa Our- State, and they didn't even make the tournament. If you are a winner, a top <laughs> 10 pick or projected top 10 pick, I know he slipped to 12 or whatever. How do you not make the tournament? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> you know. And don't tell me Iowa State's dookie because I've seen them play. Nah. They're not bad. <laughs> nah. You ever seen the movie? Uh, you ever seen the movie He Got Game? You know what? I have not. Oh, see, then you're oh, not going to get V. So, V. So, this is what's happening. <laughs> Zach. Zach and Burtis, remember in uh, He Got Game when Ray Allen goes and he takes a, sto- uh, takes a tour at Big State? Mm-hmm. Yep. And you remember when he goes into the room with some uh, floozies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all he was doing. He was just kicking it. He was like, man, I'm good. I can make the league. I'm straight. I don't need to attend no damn tournament. You know who attended the tournament? <laughs> Buddy Hield, and he's fucking garbage. Nah. Anyways, <laughs> Anyway, we're gonna let's, we're gonna transition to our top five running backs. Dylan, who do you got? Delusional, but <sighs> okay, you know what? Let's see. I have in no particular order: Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, and Alvin Ooh. Kamara. Wow. Ooh, respect on the Dalvin Cook. Oh, totally forgot about him. I think when Dalvin Cook is on the field, I seriously do not think there are 
more than maybe two or three running backs better than him. And he's coming off of what? One ACL injury? Yeah, and he he pulled an AP off that ACL injury, man. You would have thought he never had it. The dude's For tough. Real. I mean, he might be a tiny running back, but he'll play through some injuries, and he's not afraid to lower his head and try to lay the boom on dudes like Jamal Adams. Yep. He's definitely had multiple concussions, though. So, he, yeah. yeah, he hasn't been able to stay on the field. But like I said, I think when he's on the field, I think he's top two or three running backs in the NFL. Damn, and that's a team that does not get too much respect just because of the quarterback they have. And if he had a competent quarterback, you were right. He'd probably be up there with Derrick Henry in that number they one They had talk. Dante Culpepper, bro. They'd be in the number one oh, seed right now with this team. Roll on. <laughs> Love that, dude. Zach, who do you got in your top five? Um, I got Derrick Henry. Like you can't, you can't knock the guy. He's definitely the best running back in the league because of what he's done. Um, then I got Kamara. Shout out my my fantasy keeper for the last three years or so. Won me my title this year. Um, then I'm gonna put Dalvin Cook in there as well. I I agree. I've watched a lot of Vikings games with my dad, and you know the guy's a beast. Um, receiving, ru- running, everything. Then you got to put my boy Josh Jacobs in there, bro. That the dude was so. Thank you, Nick Saban, for not playing him ever at Alabama because he is fresh. And when that third, fourth quarter hits, man, he'd be running through that defense like crazy. Should have ran into the end zone against the Dolphins and defied John Gruden, so we'd be in the playoffs now. But that's another story. Um, and number five, five's tough. I mean, is it Saquon? Is it McCaffrey? I think Kamara. I have Kamara, oh, but man. you know Nick Chubb this year. But I think I'm gonna go when Saquon's healthy. He's just like Derrick Henry. I mean, he can't. Those quads are three times the size of my body. Pause. So I can't <laughs> knock the guy. Those are my five. That's a good five. V or Virtus, what you got, man? So my top five is based Todd on Todd Gurley. <laughs> no, 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 not even that. So, my top, so, no, no, no. So, my top five is based off this year alone. Like, I'm, I'm only going off of this season. Okay. Um, and believe it or not, there's no Rams running backs in there. What? Yeah. This is a first. This probably be well, the only time. Sense. I mean, they fuck, didn't fuck really off. Have a so I got, I got uh, Derrick Henry first. Um. I got Kamara second. Kamara got me a whole gang of points this year in fantasy. Um, third, I'm going to go Nick Chubb. Okay. After Nick Chubb, I'm going to throw in Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook definitely beasted this year for sure. Um, and then bringing up the rear number five, I'm going to go Josh Jacobs. Thank you. Good. I think it's a, a staple that everybody has Josh Jacobs in their top five. Ooh. That's I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, come on, Dylan. Damn it, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go number one. Or actually, number five, I got Josh Jacobs. I think he has potential to be one of the running backs that breaks the 20-touchdown barrier between receiving mm-hmm. and rushing. It's just they have the most incompetent, fucking stupid quarterback in the whoa, world whoa, 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 whoa. But you are talking about your Broncos, right? Oh, uh, Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever your team is. I don't even know. 
You know what? I tried throwing the Niners. Shade. I, no, he no, said no, I tried. I tried I'm out. All right, I'm not talking. Damn it, damn it, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, if they had, I think if they just had better consistency on offense, I think you know, and if we COVID had a, year, a, a secondary with Jalen Ramsey in there, which we could have had, we'd be solid. But yeah, because he doesn't always get the opportunity because you guys are always playing so much behind that you have to throw it. Yep. And I mean, he he is just so nice. And then at number four, I got Kamara. I think he just he can be a pro style quarter or running back, but I mean, he, he doesn't need to be. He does everything perfect no. in that system. Number three, I got Saquon. He's just if he didn't have that injury this year, he'd probably be in talks of like replicating AP. And number next two, year we'll see him go off. Oh, and he's gonna he's gonna recover well, but it's just yeah. that giant. I just hope Joe Judge doesn't bring him back too soon. Uh, you know, right. number two, I got a you know six five old boys. You know, shout out Christian McCaffrey, straight out of Stanford, a crazy motherfucking name, Christian. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna give him some props. And number one is you know it's King Henry. He is the literally embodiment of a modern day Eric Dickerson. I mean, he's just so spot on. Same thing. Same, incredibly tall, just strong. Runs through somebody. Can catch. I mean, he's almost like Bo Jackson. Like oh, yeah. the last this year I'm I've been watching. I'm like, man, this dude kind of reminds me of Bo Jackson the way he plays. It, the only and thing Jack- I don't the only thing I don't agree about with Derrick Henry is that weak ass fucking commercial that they made. This <laughs> fool was running through my damn Rams defense. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking commercial, bro. That's that the Rams. Most, that's the Rams. That was the most defense, disrespectful bro. commercial I've ever seen in my life. That shit was hilarious. But, you know, Zach, you were talking about comparison, Derrick Henry, Bo Jackson. You said you saw a Paul Pierce to Luca comparison? Yeah, come on now. I mean, I've had it in for <laughs> Paul Pierce ever since he went off in a wheelchair against the Lakers and came back a minute later like there was nothing when happening. he shit himself? Yeah, whatever he called it. I mean, I've never seen a dude come off a wheelchair and then act like nothing was wrong. Um, he was temporarily so, paralyzed, man. But I think <laughs> I think Paul's just <laughs> he he's just trying to stay relevant right now because a lot of these retired guys are kind of taking his his light because they're a better analysts than him. But uh, I, he compared him. Everybody. He said he said he sees Luca. He sees himself in Luca, bro. Maybe just the speed at which they play the game. They're both not very quick basketball players. That's slow for them. But you know, slow works for some guys. And Luca is a way better all-around player, way better passer, unselfish. I mean, he gets triple doubles like it's nothing. Like he's almost on that Westbrook triple double hype. Like I just that comparison is outrageous to me. The only way I see it is in the speed of the game and maybe you know the way they jump their jump shot is. But uh, that just. It, no, Paul. I'm sorry. I can't agree with you there. That's you know, just like when Jalen Rose never gave Kobe credit because he got 81 put on his head because he couldn't guard him. Head double teamed on, on his neck. But you know, <laughs> you you mentioned Westbrook, and the thing is, is that Luca does it, and his team wins. Westbrook yeah. does it, and they get blown out by 27. And so I want to do a quick little segment that I'm just introducing on this episode. I wanted to surprise you guys, and Dylan, you better be ready. It's going to be overrated or underrated. And number Let's one, go. number one is Westbrook. Dylan, overrated or underrated? Overrated. Do, 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 do. Right on. Virtus, you ready? Oh, here we go. Uh, I, I'm giving you Westbrook's teammate. 
Bradley oh. Beal just dropped 60 the other day, and he said, I don't give a He's fuck. A dog. I don't give a whatever about the points if we don't win. Overrated mm-hmm. or underrated? I'll say for sure underrated. I feel like he was was overshadowed a lot by John yep. Wall, playing, playing alongside John Wall. And then now playing alongside Westbrook, I feel like because Westbrook, because, I don't know, I feel like Westbrook sometimes, his brain does not move as fast as his body. So he makes a lot of, like, mental errors, whether it's going way too hard at, to the basket for, and doing a damn layup and miss, or <laughs> just not just flying down the court, losing the ball. Um, I feel like this is going to give Bradley Bill the ability to showcase his talent just that much more. Um, but I definitely would say underrated. We've definitely seen uh, going at the basket too fast and missing layups like Don Andre Clark in open gym. The man's the fastest open gym player, but he only got one speed. He doesn't slow down. So Yeah, that boy. <laughs> and also, Gabe, breaking news. Your boy De'Aaron Fox just yammed on the Pacers to call game. So Because De'Aaron Fox is going to be the next great point guard. But he's not on this overrated, underrated. <laughs> Zach, is Carl Anthony Towns overrated or underrated? We got one more player, and it's going to Dylan after this. Under. He doesn't, you know, you play in Minnesota, you don't get a lot of credit because they're not a nationally broadcast team, and they never will be unless they move. Um, but he is about the right stuff. He's a great person, great family man. Um, and he's a hard worker and he wants to win. He's been surrounded by some people on his team. I won't name names that are in the California now, but that maybe want to win. Um, so I, I think Towns is underrated and you'll see him develop with D'Lo and the Minnesota team they got right now. That's a, you know what? I, I 100% agree. And I think, you know, RIP to Mama Cat. I think we can all say yeah. that. I think he's that's going to just fuel his fire. And he said that that's the old cat. He's like, there's a new one coming out now. So, and I think everybody that that's ever lost somebody close to them, when they have they have that extra motivation behind them, it's just no stopping them. Yeah. But you know, Dylan, are you ready? I think so. I think so. Porzingis, the unicorn. <laughs> well, nobody. The Mavs are my favorite team. So oh. naturally, I'm gonna say underrated. Um, but honestly, I actually just think he's perfectly rated. Mm. In all honesty, okay. that's like, a good I, answer. I don't. I wouldn't say he's underrated, but I also definitely don't think he's overrated because I think last year, especially once he's, you know, actually kind of wore off some of that rust, and he looked like the New York Porzingis. He was right back to an all-star level, um, especially in the bubble. I think he came alive. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to say perfectly rated. I, I, you know what? That's a good answer. I think he's understood to be the second solution on that team. and Exactly. He understands his role. Exactly. So, you know, the Mavericks are sitting at six, though. Are you worried about that? Not at all. Um, I will say, though, because of all the COVID problems that they've had, I'm not necessarily worried about um, like them going forward in these next couple of weeks. I will be a little bit concerned um, once those guys start coming back. 
because I'm just very curious to see how COVID actually affects some of these NBA players. Because obviously we didn't see it in the bubble whatsoever, any COVID cases. So I just am really curious to start seeing some of these NBA players, once they come back from COVID, how they're actually able to handle it. And if they look like they're in shape, if they look like they're gassed, what it is. So And, um, and you know, it does affect everybody so differently. So it could exactly. affect somebody severe. We exactly. never know. So exactly. V... Yo, boy, Melo, he's averaging 12 points a mm. game in the, what, the Blazers have went seventh place at five and four. What's going on? Um, well, it is still early. Um, on top of that, I do feel like uh, we got somebody that's taking up some of his minutes. Um, he came from a team in California, uh, Sacramento, um, called the Kings, Harry Giles. So uh, Harry Giles. hopefully uh, Harry Giles does better or he's going to be riding some pine and Melo's going to take over. You know what? And you're going to see Harry threes G- to the dome. Harry hmm. Giles would benefit as a small ball with Melo on the next to him because Melo can get rebounds. Harry Giles can't get no damn rebounds. Well, well we, Mello, we've heard Melo get rebounds. We, we already know about Melo and a rebound. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he yelling. I got that shit. Out of here. Shout out Mello. <laughs> Zach, Lakers are at eight and three. Is that any surprise? No, nah, they're right where they need to be. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker just went off last night. Um, great scouting. Great scouting. Yeah. And they're just they're playing how they need to. So Schroeder's gonna keep doing what he does. Trezzy, <laughs> I mean, they're solid. So just Markeith Morris gotta keep his cool, man. No, nah, he's he's gotta be that enforcer though. He he gotta true, take those true. Picks. He, okay, look, you can't you you can't be an enforcer and rush towards somebody and push them, and they're not even looking at you and they don't even move. That's not an enforcer. He needs That's to hit it. the weight room. If he wants no. to be an enforcer, he has to hit bro, the weight room. Bro, nobody can move Boogie. We've seen the clips, bro. Nobody, nobody can. can move the guy. Bro, Boogie was not even looking at this fool. And this boy you ran know. full speed and barely even moved his arm. <laughs> Who do you think is who do you think is harder to move, Stephen Adams or Boogie? Stephen Adams. Kiwi's got a different kind of strength. This boy said Kiwi. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one, Dylan. Stephen Adams for sure. I played with. Uh, we had a transfer student um, on our high school basketball team when I was a senior. It was this guy named Devin. Um, who is an best absolute baller, easily our best player, probably the best player in our whole league. But um, he actually was telling me, because he's from New Zealand, one year he was at a camp and Steven Adams came. All Steven Adams did, even though he's this NBA guy, all he did was teach the kids how to set screens. And apparently, while they were running the camp, he basically would let these guys basically just try and run right through him on screens. And it was just an example of how when you are setting screens, you need to stay set at all times. And my buddy said, yeah, that, that guy's a brick. You can't move him. So I, I trust Devin. Do you know who uh, Zach played with in high school? I do not. He played with uh, some, his, twin, his twin. His name is uh, Ryan Kelly. Oh, um. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say his twin, Post Malone. Oh, oh man. Posty. 
For oh, those man. of you who do not know who Ryan Kelly is, please Google him. Him and Zach are twins. Him and they got Zach the same shooting exactly the same. too. I'll Ain't take no... him out in a three-point shooting comp, though. Hey, big news out of the sprint. NBA. <laughs> no, big news out of the NBA. They're talk- there's talks of expanding the two teams, and then it would also expand rosters to two extra roster spots. One of them has to be Seattle. And where's the other one going to be? I don't think it's going to be Vegas, personally. Vegas. Uh, I was just talking about this with some people that I know in my network. And Vegas and Seattle are the two cities that you don't need to build an arena. You don't need to build offices. All you got to do is create the team logo and branding, and you're set. There's no construction needed. And if they're trying to expand by next season, those are the most two logical places. They already host all the USA and Summer League stuff in Vegas. I mean, and if that happens, I'm camping out outside a T-Mobile arena for three months if I have to until I get an interview. So um, Z, I'm ready. Z, yeah. do you think that that's a smart idea? 18-year-olds. Putting, putting an NBA team in Vegas, do you think that that's a smart idea? I mean, we already see, the only, we already see what's going on with your That Raiders. was the only thing. Yeah. Was the last week of the year. Was that Josh we know Jacobs of with his DUI. True. That we know of. But I I mean we'll see. It's gonna happen. I mean there is a WNBA team out there. And a hockey exists. team. There and is a hockey team. Yeah, the Golden Knights. Oh. Uh, but I feel team. like they have a WNBA team? Yeah, yeah bro. They made the finals last year. They play MGM. What? Shout out to the Bill Lambeer's the head coach, man. Headband Bill. Yeah. What? Bro, Kelsey what? Plum and Asia Wilson are their two stars. They got they v, got a squad. Wait, V, you said you think it's going to be Vegas? I don't know, but if it if it is Vegas, I'm just saying if it's Vegas, it's it's going it might turn out bad. We already I talked agree. about this on the last episode about all these temptations that's out there. Yep. So now not mention. only do you, not now you got 18 year olds. 19-year-old kids out there. At least in the NFL, motherfuckers got to be at least 20. <laughs> yep. Now you got you know, people that's... Yeah, it's going to be different. Yeah. Sorry to cut you. Not to mention, I mean, what? In two years, we got the 18-year-old rule coming back in so that eight, high schoolers I mean, can get on. drafted. Dudes survive in Atlanta besides James Harden. So James Harden just can't play for the Vegas team, man. The, everything oh, will be... Instant trade request. Yeah, I think that Seattle is 100% a lock. Um, And actually, I would definitely agree with Zach. I think that Las Vegas, I don't want to say it's a lock, but I'd say they're starting to set the lock. Um, But just to throw in, I guess, a last option, I'm definitely a big believer that at some point in my lifetime, all of our lifetimes, um, we will see a team in Virginia Beach. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think that is a large enough area, and the fact that Virginia does not actually have a professional—not that I know of—a professional professional sports team, team at all. Yeah. No, they don't. Um, yeah. That blows my mind because the amount of ballers that have come out of that Virginia, Norfolk area is just mind blowing. And yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Virginia is definitely a basketball state, so they could definitely support an NBA team. You know what I? Damn, that was actually a really good thing. I didn't, good even think of, didn't even think about Virginia. I was going to say Vancouver. True. 
I was gonna say you saw how much merchandise that the NBA. Oh, we've sold seen the alone. issue of what happens when there's a pandemic or some global thing, and you got to move the Canadian team so they can play a season. True, you never and know. You know. And damn, you know what? Damn, Virginia Beach. I'm damn it, Dylan. That's a good fucking <laughs> damn. That was good. Well, well also, it's just that whole metro area it's over a million people so as far as the population out of a million people in virginia they will definitely be able to support a team damn and they could steal some of the hornets fans because i mean the hornets and the wizards yeah. are basically over there too and they're not yep. doing anything why not give a new team a chance yeah you know hey wait how many players did the 76ers run the other night i think it was six seven or... they oh, had Jesus. seven and they got fined for listing Ben Simmons questionable with a right knee injury because I guess technically he could have he was healthy enough to play. I mean, which kind of sucks. So they they called a an emergency board of governors meeting tomorrow. So I think they're going to talk about expanding the rosters um, or what to do with these COVID like programs. emergency roster spots that won't affect the sat, the luxury cap or something. Yeah, because some GMs wanted it to go up to like seventeen to twenty. Um, oh, Jimmer's coming it, back. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmer's it coming is, back, and he it, he's dropping fifty-seven on Steph. In this season, <laughs> it it doesn't make any sense why they wouldn't have expanded rosters, right? Especially because of how many guys there are on the G League without a bubble. I think, yeah, exactly. Without a bubble, especially there was the NBA is easily the hardest league to make, in my opinion. Um, just as far as roster spots go. And there is so much talent, whether it's overseas, it is in the G League, that if they just added even three more guys, there is for sure enough yep. talent that would be able yep. to fill in the rest of the NBA roster. So, and I, mean, I don't know. Give more just shots. Those, just those G League lifers like Andre Ingram. Imagine how much he would have thrived in a season yep. like this. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, you know what? We're actually going to transition away from NBA. I actually want to shift it back to the NFL because we didn't even give our we're giving, we didn't even give our predictions. What are we what are we tripping about? Here? We didn't even go over our predictions from last week. We didn't even talk about the the Saints. Oh no, we talked about so we didn't talk about yeah, we, the, uh, we didn't talk about the Steelers. Oh, the Steelers yeah, we didn't. Hold on, we, hold on, folks. We're gonna reel this thing back. Hold on, v, you, <laughs> give give us a take on that Steelers, man. What the fuck is going on with the TikTokers? How so, mad is your mom right now? So my mom yeah. was pretty pissed off, but I do. Was she punching wanna... the ear? Like, was she punching the air like Cuba Gooding? Nah, I could just tell by the way she was looking when she was walking around the house that she didn't want to talk about the game or anything. But I did just bring it up just to see what she would say, and she gave me a look as if if I was close enough, she probably would have tried to hit me. <laughs> but one of our one of our one of our listeners, Augustina. She 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 messaged me on Instagram. She was like, Verdus. She was like, uh, I listened to your podcast last week. First off, she asked me about the plug. So I set her up on a, on a plug on a Pokemon card. Um, then she asked me, she was like, Verdus, she was like, what you said about, about the Steelers receivers was short-lived because I said that if they wanted to win, they needed the receivers to catch the balls. And especially Eric Ebron. I believe he may have had one, one drop that, or it was tipped. It, it might not even have been him, um, where the the ball was tipped and then it got picked off. But Ben Roethlisberger was the reason why they lost. He one hundred percent facts. 
he threw four picks. Now, now the 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 snap that wasn't his fault. Yeah, the, that, that was tough. Game, that That's wasn't just his a fault. tough situation. But at the end of the day, when you have two players and there's a football, and neither one of them jump on the football, who do you blame at that? Who do you blame at that point? I mean, Ben was probably looking like shit. I'm the quarterback. If I jump on this ball and these motherfuckers, I might be out for the rest of the damn game. So yeah. Connor should have jumped on it. Coming out the end of the day, he getting hit regardless. Yeah, plus Connor's not even good. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> speaking of rushing, uh, let's let's talk about since you mentioned Connor, I believe the Steelers may have had like fifty one or fifty two yards rushing that game. That was extremely bad. They had a lot of yards receiving. Our passing, they have, <laughs> I think he threw like 500-something yards. But rushing, they only have, 50, I think, 52 yards rushing. And that's, not, that's definitely not enough, especially in a playoff game. That's true. You know, you got to have that balance. When your quarterback's throwing that many times, they're, they're just going to drop into coverage. Turnovers are bound to happen when you're throwing what? How many times did you say he threw? Uh, I think he threw like, I think, uh, let me see. Plus 40. Yeah, 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 definitely. What when you're throwing plus forty? If you're not Drew Brees, you're losing. <laughs> but you, let's talk about these. Let's talk about these predictions. Dylan, you're in on this too. I mean, I'm Rams, Packers, V. I think we we know who you going with. Who you? Oh, we with. already know who we. I'm going with the Rams. Um, it's going to be a hell of a matchup. Jalen up against Devonte Adams. Um. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be the matchup right there. Then I'm pretty sure they're gonna put Zaire Alexander on probably Cooper Cup. Um, so the supporting cast is gonna have to feast. Um, Robert Woods is gonna eat. Robert Woods is gonna have to feast. Uh, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. If Jared Goff can actually get them the ball, um, they should be able to eat as well. Um, but I know for sure that uh, the 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 big matchup is gonna be Devonte Adams and. Jalen Ramsey. I'm pretty sure Jalen Ramsey is studying film right now. Um, and he is I, – I hope that he does just like he did to uh, – what's his name? Um, to D-Hop. D-Hop didn't really do too good against him um, week 17. And then also uh, like he did to DK. I think when he was guarding DK, DK probably had about – 40 yards receiving out of like Back. seven <laughs> attempts. But yeah, and so. he's true shut down corner. Let's put it that way. Yeah, he definitely is. Dylan, Dylan, who you got? Um, you know, I think the Packers, they're one of the most consistent offenses in the NFL. And from what I saw this year, it looked to me like the Rams were one of the were one of the most inconsistent offenses in the NFL. So it's a really hard game for me to predict. But for me personally, I'm going to go with the safe pick of the Packers. With that said, I do want the Rams to win. Okay, I can respect Dylan that. trying to keep his record perfect as his one yeah. time as a guest on the podcast. I got to give those politically correct answers. Come on now. Uh, he is in college. He does have to do that. That's true. I think I'm a ride with uh, Virtus on this one. The Rams impressed me against Seattle, and Green Bay got a, a pretty good offense just like Seattle did. I think I got a ride with the Rams, and I'm predicting, if not this week, next week, 
Sean McVay is going to pull some trick out of the bag, and Aaron Donald's going to get a goal line rush touchdown in one of these oh. two games. Ooh, Ooh that's wow. nice. That's that's pretty solid, actually, as a fullback. Nah, you know, fuck that. They might as well just line them up in a wildcat. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> tackling a wildcat, man. You know, I'm actually, as much as I hate to say it, as a 49er fan, I hate the Packers with passion. And Aaron Rodgers, I, I just don't think he pulls it off. You know, Jalen Ramsey, he is the best corner in the league that we've had since Champ Bailey. And I'm going to put whoa, that Whoa, 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 whoa. Since Charles Woodson, you mean. Oh, I thought you were okay. going to say Namdi. Oh, oh no, yeah. yeah. I mean, Namdi too, but Charles Charles, true beast. You know what? That's facts. I'll give it Charles, Charles Woodson slash Champ Bailey. I'll give it those two nods. I think he's just a true shutdown corner. If he wasn't playing zone all the time, I mean, if he was playing man-to-man, he's clamping. You saw what he did to DK, like V said. And I I think we got to put him in that respect of being the best corner in the league. And I think Plus he's he just happy to be consistently in the playoffs now, so he's trying to turn it up. Yeah, and I you know he's willing to do those hits, too. He's willing to get invested oh, yeah. in that run game. He's willing to, you know, hit a tight end. I think, you know, I still believe that Devontae is going to eat, you know, 6-5-0 boy. Shout out East Palo Alto. I think he is going to get at least a touchdown and maybe 50 yards, but he's not going to do much more. I think Jalen Ramsey's put on that man assignment, and he's going to be on an island all game. Okay, so look, let me, let me just throw this stat out there last, last week. So Jalen Ramsey has played against DK Metcalf three games, right? Mm-hmm. Every time they match up head-to-head. So three games, he has a total of four receptions for 44 yards off of 11 targets. So in three games, when he's being guarded by Jalen Ramsey and targeted 11. That's fucking crazy. You know, and it's facts. He's the best corner in the league. Say it, Virtus. Who's the best corner in the league? Jalen Ramsey, man. That's Ram 100%. man. 2.0. Hey, ooh, you know what? The Browns got the coaching staff back. Do they have yes, enough to sir. beat the Chiefs? Oh, yeah. I'm ooh. riding with Cleveland, man. I can't, I can't bear to see another Chiefs Super Bowl win, man. Say it again. Say I'm tired again. of this. Last year's Super Bowl was so hard to pick a team to root for. You know, you got the Chiefs and you got the Niners. As a Raider fan, what do you pick? Uh, I mean, I was rocking with the Niners just because I can't. I didn't want to see the Chiefs, but yeah, when you got Jimmy he, G as a QB, you can't win a Super Bowl. So that's uh, true. I'm you know rocking who, with Cleveland. Hey, Virtus, you know what jersey uh, Zach had on? What? He had that 49ers Michael Crabtree just so it could be <laughs> a little bit. Did you tuck the hey. chain in? Did you have it out? <laughs> Bruh, I'm still waiting for Akeem Talib to get caught up for that one. That was legit robbery on the field. Come that on was, now. That was you can't a snatch a dude's thousand. chain. Yeah, and not get at least fined for it. Dude, he didn't want the smoke, that? though. He grabbed that chain and ran. Crabtree was about to two-piece him. Oh, Crabtree was ready, bro. Crabtree really hate that, man. Yeah, and they got the same agent. That must suck oh. as the agent. No, the agent's probably like, yeah, I'll eat. Shit, let's put these motherfuckers on the same team. <laughs> Dylan, who do you got, Chiefs or the Browns? As much as the Browns have been on fire, 
Um, I thought that the Colts actually had the best shot at knocking off the Chiefs. Now that they're out of contention, I don't see any way that the Chiefs don't repeat as Super Bowl champs. You know who? The, you know why they don't stop? You know why they don't repeat? Why is that? Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm. I I think I'd, I'd love to see it. I, as a Niners fan, I was heartbroken last year when they lost that Super Bowl. So believe me, I don't want the Chiefs to win, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, Miles Garrett went a monster. In- Gabe went into hiding for about a week after that. Super no, Bowl. let's put it this way. The Super Bowl ended. The party was still going. And I told Zach, I was like, bro, let's just go to Nations. I'm trying to just he go. Was so sad. <laughs> hey, we was so Hey, if there's one place, you know, to go when you're heartbroken, it's definitely Nations. Oh, you got to get that triple agar. <laughs> Absolutely. The cheesecake. Oh. Nah. As somebody who worked at Nations, I would rather refrain from uh, my opinions on the cheesecake. I'm just gonna keep it that way. Come on, man. Let's not let's not ruin it. <laughs> nah, man. I'm just gonna keep it that way. But who's got it in the old man bowl? I'm gonna call this the uh, the Walker versus the yeah. What's called this the Walker Bowl? Who we got? They the put- Buccaneers or the Saints? Oh, I didn't even go. I'm a I'm a pick. I'm a pick the. Uh... Oh, sorry about that, V. My bad. I'm a, I'm a, no, that's all good. I'm going to pick the Chiefs, bro. I mean, I feel like Baker is going to fuck up. I mean, as much as I don't Ooh. want him to, I feel like Baker Ooh. Baker's going to throw a pick. Tyron Matthew is going to find a way to pick off pick off Baker Mayfield. I'm calling He's going to make it his mission. He's going to make it his mission. Gonna get one, he's going to get a pick. Tyron Matthew is going to get a pick next week. Um, but How many? How many? I, I'm going to say one. I'm going to say one. I'm going to be conservative. Any fumbles? Um, nah, nah. Not, you might get a no sack. Sacks? You might get a sack. Okay. You might get one. You might get one sack. Um, but I do feel like Kamara is about to ball out. He he got a little bit of rest this this past week. He didn't have to. He didn't have to do too much. Um, so I feel like he's gonna he's gonna be energized and he's gonna beat the brakes off. They're gonna beat the brakes off the off the uh the Bucks once again. I don't see the what you what you text us about Taysom Hill. Let the people know. That oh, was yeah. A, say, it, so, say it one more this time. This boy V oh. was. Whew. So 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 that's another thing too. So let me let me let me throw this let me throw this disclaimer out there. So if the if the Saints want to win, they need to get rid of this dumbass plays that they <laughs> run with Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill Facts. is the reason why the game was. I mean, the game wasn't really close against the Bears to begin with, but that was even the because of Taysom Hill being on the field that gave the Bears reason to believe that they could win that game. First of all, you what exact what position are you? What what is your actual position? You don't have a fucking position. He's that NCA football ATH. He does not. He, he does that, not have a position. Good job, Z. Zach, that's one hundred percent facts. He does not have a position. This motherfucker drives He's back. He's a gunner. He doesn't throw the ball when Drew Brees would let the ball go. He doesn't throw the ball. Boom. Okay. He fucking throws an interception. What happened? He every game he's he's either thrown an interception or he's fumbled the damn ball. If he can't hold on to the ball, don't put him on the field. Clearly, everybody knows. Okay. Drew Brees, Taysom Hill. These motherfuckers don't look alike. So you can't get one mistaken for the other. 
<laughs> Once you see Taysom Hill on the damn field, you already know, okay, it's going to be a damn run. And if he tries to pass it, he's not going to fucking get the pass off or he's going to over the shit because it's too strong. So he just needs to be a – he can't even be a fucking receiver. He just needs to just stand on the side. Or he caught a 20-yard pass last game. Okay. But what could have happened? He, that, that pass that he caught could have went to Kamara for a touchdown, more than likely. Or it could have went to yeah. – some people call him Slant Boy, but I like to call him Michael Thomas. <laughs> um, the ball could have also went to him. But I feel like Taysom Hill takes – Taysom Hill takes the ball out of the important people's hands on the offense, and that shit can come back to haunt them for sure because he's not real secure with the ball. 100% agree. Uh, he's, he's, all he is is a distraction to back up Virtus. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he, like you just said, he takes the ball out of the real playmakers. I mean, he's, he's good for a 20-yard game again. But like you said, Verse, what happens when he tries to drop back and pass the ball? He doesn't let go of the ball. And if he does, he throws the ball hella late. And what happened this last game against the Bears when he did that? He threw a damn interception. To who? To a big man. <laughs> I think I forgot his name. Jones, I think. Shit. Well, I don't know. But all I know is back. he gave them yeah. he gave he gave he was the reason why the the Bears felt like they could so I think we're all riding with Saints, Saints. on that one, correct? Saints, correct. I'm and then, the, oh, oh, fuck you, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, you know what? I, I appreciate that because once the Rams beat the Packers, it's going to be an easy ride for us to get in the Super Bowl if we have to play the Bucks. This is I, right. That could the be Jared the opener. Goff fan club, the Jared Goff fan club over here. Man, I'm not. Listen, I didn't say nothing about Jared Goff fans on the planet. All I know is when we played the Bucks earlier this season, Tom Brady threw two or three picks against us. We fucking kept sagging his ass. Tom Brady cannot when play when pressure is applied to him, he's not going to get out of the pocket. He's going to stay in the pocket. Bro, did you not see him last game? He was moving shockingly. Zach, yeah, that'll be it. Zach, moving. Do you for him? Find another word. Try to find another one. For word. him, that was he was moving. Shit. He ain't gonna be able to do that with, with Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd coming at him. He ain't gonna be able to do that. Ooh, that's ain't that the truth. That's a fact. That's a hard fact. Who do we got really quickly? Ravens versus Bills. This is probably one of the best games. This is probably the best game of the weekend. Yeah, that's gonna be the best Buffalo. game. Buffalo. Dylan. Say, yeah, I'll go I'll go Bills as well. Bills Mafia, we love it. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ravens. The Ravens surprised me last week. I'm gonna go Ravens. You trusting Lamar against that defense? I'm trusting that Lamar Jackson, if he's pressured, he's gonna do like he did against the Titans, and he's gonna run straight up on the run straight up the middle on their ass and get much needed yards. Hey, Dylan, quick question: If you had to start a franchise with these four quarterbacks, who are you taking? Josh Allen, Lamar, Baker Mayfield, Mahomes. Who are you taking? I mean, dude, that's not even a question, Mahomes. <laughs> hey, man, just want to check. Just want to make sure. You did say I was delusional about Tyrese Halliburton earlier. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, we're going to take this off the call. 
<laughs> All right, and then so we're going to shift into uh, some pop culture things for awards for the year, game of the year. What did you guys have? I mean, I think it's got to be Warzone just because of the amount of play it's gotten since it's de- they debuted it at the perfect time in March. I mean, can you time that any better right at the start of a global pandemic where everyone's got to stay inside? Um, you know, it, it's gotten one. a lot of play. It's free. So, you know, you could buy the battle pass if you want, but I think it's got to be Warzone or, I mean, Valhalla is a pretty good game as well. So. Those are definitely two that should be up there. Uh, Warzone is, that, like you said, Zach, it just dropped at the right time. It just bloomed. Yeah. V, Vertis, yeah. what you got? I'm a, I'm a show, so By the War- way, never never play Warzone with V because he don't revive you. He just cares about himself. Ask his he boys. Do. He do, but he be winning. So I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. Warzone is for mm. sure the game because. Well, you're right. He don't revive shit, nobody for shit. This shit literally dropped. In the very beginning of COVID. And it was so many people that bought the game. You got rap songs about it. You got the type of people that play it. All, all the athletes, everybody in the book playing it. I feel like Warzone was for sure the game of the year. I don't, I don't see any game. I don't see any game being better than Warzone. And it's cross-platform, so you can play with yep. anyone. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll go Warzone as well. Oh. Same reasoning, just it came out right time, just so much fun and everything. Yeah, definitely. And then they even made it to like Zach. You can play the most important part of the game that everybody plays. Like they made that shit literally free. Well, I actually have a dark horse for a game of the year. And uh, it's actually going to be Animal Crossing. That shit was fun. Fuck is that? I I mean, Animal Crossing. Stuff about that game. Oh, bro, it's when you have an island and you make a farm and then you invite some other folks to your island. And you are playing The Sims. And, <laughs> but you feel me? You got like a bunch of animal homies. So you're like, what's up, hippopotamus? But his name is like Steve. And you're like, what's up, Steve? He's like, oh, I need some wasp. Like, I don't know why you need it, but I got you, bro. Go and get some wasps and you get some newt coins and go talk to Dr. Newt. Bro, game of the year. I could see it. Yeah, but Warzone, if it's facts, so Warzone is the best game that came out this past year. Valhalla gave it a good run, but Assassin's Creed is just Assassin's Creed, copy and paste every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, worst game of the year definitely was Madden. Um, I'm <laughs> glad that it finally got the national attention of fix EA or fix Madden. Uh, let's see if EA actually comes through on their promises to fix it. I doubt they are. Zach, what did the patch notes that you sent in the group chat say the other day? Oh. It said that they finally, I sent this to Don, and he, he sent me the laughing emojis back, and I, I pictured it in his laugh perfectly. Um, we all know Don's wild laugh. But um, oh yeah, they fixed the QB draft logic. So teams will no longer draft a first-round QB. You know, if their starting QB is like 28 and under and is a star and is like a 73 or higher, or if they've drafted a – a top QB like in the last two years, they added a bunch of draft logic for quarterbacks. And then they gave commissioners the control to undo free agent signings in the off season. So in case anything gets so crazy that, you know, it'll never happen or whatever. Um, But just pretty much they, and they increased the trade logic as well. So 
we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they promised a lot for the PS5 version of Madden 21, and it, franchise didn't change besides the loading screen. So maybe this patch is their first step in adding the things that they had talked about. But I mean, finally, we'll so. get a, get a, a hey, draft we can draft. Actually, break, in- breaking breaking news. Breaking news. Ha, my boy Melo took over the fourth quarter with thirteen <laughs> points and three three pointers. So you know what he was doing. Three to the dome. And they completed the uh, the comeback win against the Raptors. And if y'all don't know, when V, it's the rare occasion that he hits a three pointer. That is his celebration. Three to the dome, and that's all. That's all I know, man. It doesn't have mellow for six man of the year. No question. That is a fact. That Sorry, Lou Will. <laughs> Sorry, Shrew. Damn. Yeah, what did you guys watch? Competition. Uh, so I had two movies. Um, one and they both was on Netflix. One was called Extraction. He stays on that Netflix and chill life. Extraction was a dope movie to watch. Um, I highly recommend watching Extraction. Um, another movie I believe it was called All Night in a Day. Um, that movie, yeah, All Night or All Day in a Night. Sorry, All Day in a Night. Um, that movie was also pretty good. That movie was about a kid in the Bay Area who his father's in jail and he was trying not to go down the same road as his father. Um, but he ended up essentially following the same path as his dad and he ends up um, going to the same jail as his father, which was pretty, pretty interesting to see. But it was a, it was a good game. Are a good movie, my apologies. But yeah, so I would definitely say um, all all day and the night and extraction was probably my two two uh, movies of the year. Good stuff, Dylan. What'd you have? What did you watch? Um, at University of Iowa, I'm actually a screenwriting major with a cinema Ooh. minor, so I'm a big Ooh, nice. film guy. Um, so. I mean, I didn't watch everything I wanted to this year, but I'm just going to go with three that stuck out to me the most. I would say for me personally, the film of the year is A24. They put out this movie this year called First Cow. Um, I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely. Great indie film. Um, Two, I watched this horror movie very early in the year called The Lodge that I'm pretty sure is on Hulu. I have never been more scared in my whole life (laughs) watching a movie. And it's not like they didn't have any weird, creepy monsters or anything like that. It was just basically a psychotic woman. These two kids are trapped in a lodge out oh, like, damn, in the wilderness and no. snow. It, it is, it's freaky. So I definitely recommend watching that. And then the last one, I actually loved The King of Staten Island, the Pete Davidson origin story. I love that movie. I thought that was amazing. I respect it. The lodge, huh? That's actually... Huh. I could, I could respect that. Zach, what do you have? Yeah, for real, uh, that actually sounds pretty dope. I think uh, Bad Boys for Life was for sure. You know, you never know with when these movies try to keep trilogies alive and whatnot, but um, Bad Boys for Life was pretty good, and then The Old Guard, I think, was a really good movie as well. That one's on Netflix. Nice. Okay. 
Nice. I might have to check that one out. Definitely the Lodge. The Lodge sounds hella dope. And seeing that it's a, and seeing that it's a foreign film, the foreign films usually like to touch on things that American films don't actually touch on, right? Right. Uh, you know what? I'm, I actually have two movies. Uh, my first one, it was kind of a stupid one, but I just give it it based off the concept was a spree. If you guys haven't heard about Spree, it's just basically like a rideshare uh, horror movie where this guy who's a rideshare driver ends up going on like a murdering spree. And then he would just, you know, while the dead body's still there, yeah, I'll let you, you know, it's actually just cool the concept, just because it's a new concept I haven't seen before. And uh, the other one I would go with would be The Phenomenon. It's a UFO movie. I'm pretty big in the UFOs. And it, was, it features some people that are pretty prominent. And, uh, you know, it kind of just with it being relevant with the whole 180 day countdown where we're not going to learn anything new, but Hey, who knows? Maybe they'll tell us that we've seen stuff every single day up there. Never know. The space is a whole nother odyssey. I also think coming to America too is going to be the uh, movie of 2021. Probably going to be the comedy of the year too. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. So Zach, you want to talk about the Madden franchise? Speaking of Madden, before we before we step on to the the franchise, I there was a there was a, a listener brought up a good point. They said, "Okay, why is it that McCaffrey is ranked ninety nine, but Derrick Henry is not?" Ooh, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I think it's just because in Madden. You're able just to give those bullshit stats. And I mean, he plays so much at wide receiver that they can give him that short route running, the medium route running. I think that's just what plays into it. What about so you? Guys? Route, so, route running is the reason why he's not. I think Derrick Henry should running. be 100 overall. Oh, facts. He should be. He should be the highest rated running back in the game. Okay. Well, I got one other one. This one is I, I'm, my, bad, my bad. But, okay. Derrick Henry rushed for 2,000 yards this season. Um, but there is no offensive on the Tennessee Titans that made the pro- Do you guys think that this is – do you guys that, think that that was, that was a mistake? That's or do you think? I, I mean, yeah, they – like, you know, they should. Your offensive line, there's a reason you rush for 2,000 yards is because your O-line is doing something, right? I mean, that's just like Darren Waller not making the all-pro team. Facts. Like, come on. Facts. Darren Waller's going to come back with a vengeance. He's going to put up Oh, yeah. They woke the beast. I I mean, Lorenzo Telefero, rest in peace, passed away, and the man Waller had his best ever game as a Raider. Went off. Didn't even want to play, but played for Lorenzo and went off. And ever since then, he was just on a tear. He about to put out a diss track to the all-pro writers, too. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Speaking of diss tracks, Marvin Bagley secretly dropped an album over the summer. Just want to throw that out there instead of working on basketball. Wait, so what's going on in our Madden franchise? When's our official start date? When can V catch this fade in preseason? So y'all can play your game tonight because we can't advance the franchise without that. So I know V said you're ducking him, but we'll see. I think even though it's preseason, you might beat him by 40. Um, But we did get a a listener from our first episode, Sam Tipton. Um, 
lives in Utah. When I was living out there, I got to know him pretty well. He's roommates with my uh, roommate I have now. So he uh, was one of the lucky ones that got a PS5 last week and hit me up, wanted to join. So we have our random generator here. And drum roll, we got the Texans. So let's see what Sam can do with Deshaun Watson. What will he do? Will he trade him or keep him? And let's see if he can get some picks back and make the Texans some magic. So we got the Texans, the Dolphins, and then the Niners and Falcons. If anyone else would like to join, the deadline is Friday when this episode airs. So please hit us up on any social if you would like to join. But we will start with four. And if anyone else likes to join, we can add you in at any point during the year. So, and you could get a get out on official we are not page for or your team's record. Yeah, we are not. Sorry if you get trash, but also you can message us at our official Instagram at Three Headed Goat Podcast. And so you say you saw a PS. Who your boy got a PS Five? Yep, Sam got one. He called Best Buy and they said they were getting some in in the stores. And he went every day for a week at opening and ended up getting one. They had two left, um, probably pre-orders that didn't get picked up, and he got one, the digital edition. So he's hey, set. Solid for him. And then, V, you were waiting in line, and you saw something going down in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so give me a, a nice little warm beverage. One of the, I think it was Monday. Monday I went to go get me a beverage from Starbucks. And uh, I came across some dude pulling up in an Audi R8, hella loud, making hella noise. I'm like, okay, what is this dude doing? Where is this dude going? So dude hops out, and he walks up to me, and he actually said, like, I think he said, like, Tony. I was like, nah. So he walks up to another dude, and he's like, are you Tony? He's like, no. And then I guess Tony heard him. He's like, oh, I'm Tony. So then he walks over to Tony, and Tony has like a, I think it was like a Walmart bag. No, nah, it, was, it was like a Nordstrom rack bag. And then he pulled out this fucking PS5. So he pulls out the PS5, <laughs> and then the dude like unboxes the PS5. He's looking through it, making sure everything is like in there. And then he reaches in his pocket, hands the dude, Probably like a thousand dollars because it was all hundreds, and a dude just counted them. I, I I tried to count. I I think I counted ten. Um, it could have been give or take a hundred or two hundred dollars. Um, but yeah, uh, PS Five transaction right in my face. Uh, if if I wasn't in my work attire, um, I probably would have tried to just you know snatch and grab the PS Five. Was you wearing your Air Force Ones? Nah, I didn't have them on my black air. Um, I I just had on some some dress shoes, so I I didn't do it. But uh, but yeah, so PS Five transaction right there, right out right outside of Starbucks. Uh, but yeah, it was another it was, sucker paying a grand for a console when they're gonna be out for the next six years consistently. Yep. Come on, bro. But it's I mean, but when you, now, man. But when you're driving an R eight, man. Right there, man. <laughs> You want you That's want it true. now. Sekou Dumbaya's got four to give away. Oh, he ain't giving them away. He he's turning those back in. Zach, 
PS5 is worth it just off of how long load times are for Valhalla. You should know that. Oh, no question. I mean, even load times on PGA Tour 2K21 are long. I mean, you know I like my golf, so anything to shore that up. Madden's not too bad, but we'll see. And before we wrap this episode off, uh, Dylan? Yep. Tyrese, however, it has a 12, 3, and 4. What is, our, what is your opinion? <laughs> and a win. And a win. He's a winner. <laughs> you know what? Till the day I die, he went to Iowa State. So I can't like him. Okay. You know what? That's understandable. But go Kings. I'm rooting for him. I love De'Aaron Fox. I, I think you're right that he's going to be one of the next point guard superstars in the league. I do like Buddy Heald, actually. Um, I think the Kings are finally, slowly but surely, taking some steps in the right direction. Dylan, you're going to be on for every single milestone we ever have. Just want to put that <laughs> out there. And guys, I, I think it. we no problem. I think we want to thank you, Dylan, for coming on, providing us with some great conversations and some time. And I think we're going to wrap up. Anybody have some lasting comments? No doubt. Also, check out uh, Virtus mentioned Augustina. She's got a podcast on Spotify as well called The Extra Yard. So she's been having it for a while now. Um, it's a good listen. So definitely give that a, a listen as well. Augustina. Yep. We'll have you on soon enough to go off with, go against V with your Seahawks uh, Ooh. bias. Ooh. You know no, what? Com- no comment because I told her I wouldn't back. <laughs> about her and the Seahawks at the same time. So I'm just going to not <laughs> say anything. But shout out, Augustina. Shout out, Jalen Ramsey. Shout out, Jalen. No, we ain't going to do that. I want to give a shout out to you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. And I want to give one last shout out to Deshaun Watson, who's coming to the Niners to win us at Super Bowl. There we go, there it Dylan. Is. There we there go. There it is. All right, fellas. Everybody, thank you for listening and tune in for the next episode. Until then, peace out. See you.